Hey there! Welcome to Sky Gems Academy podcast. At Sky Gems Academy, our vision is to build a community of new generation leaders with strong core values, high level of self awareness, high self worth, and passionate individuals who will give back to the community and the environment. We are focused on delivering high quality blended online learning of 21st century life skills delivered and taught online, practiced and perfected offline. Our philosophy is to inspire, educate, and nurture. We work towards inspiring and igniting sparks. We listen, we coach, we fine tune, and accelerate the mastery of 21st century life skills for various age groups. Our blended learning programs are curated from the early years to above 60 years old, as we believe in providing high quality, lifelong learning for everyone. SkyGems Academy Podcast Series 1. How COVID-19 Transformed the Education Industry We will take you inside the minds and behind the scenes of 40 exclusive leaders and educators in the education industry. We've interviewed 40 exclusive educators and leaders in the education industry worldwide, starting with China where the pandemic initially started. You will hear from the leaders in the education industry sharing candidly their views on the possible changes that will take place in the education industry post-COVID-19. Be sure to tune in to SkyGems Academy Podcast Series 1 to listen and learn from the amazing stories, experiences shared, challenges faced, and techniques used by educators in different cities and countries to adapt and overcome their challenges personally as well as professionally in their respective roles in the education industry during the COVID-19 pandemic. Now, Let's dive in to SkyGems Academy Podcast Series 1. Introducing to you our host, Alyssa. Hey guys, it's Alyssa. Hope everyone is keeping well. SkyGems Academy Podcast is a passion project that my team and I kicked off in early 2020. As we are all facing the unprecedented events and experiences impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic, we find that there is an urgent need to unite the global community of educators and leaders to progress forward together. Our main objective is to create a platform for all global leaders and global communities to come together to document these historic moments for our future generations. SkyGems Academy podcast is a platform for everyone from all around the world to share, listen, learn, communicate, collaborate, and come together to network and help one another to pull through this very challenging period that has impacted the global community. In each episode of SkyGems Academy Podcast Series 1, How COVID-19 Transformed the Education Industry, you will find yourself immersed and engaged in in-depth discussions and thought leadership in various aspects of education, technology, humanity, diversity, disparity, and collaborations in the education space. We are very grateful and sincerely appreciate each and every one of you who has motivated us, encouraged us, contributed in your own very special ways 
especially our 40 exclusive guest speakers from all around the world. A big thank you to all and a big shout out to all of you. Sky Gems Academy podcast, the seventh speaker is Eric Mukira. Eric is a theatre educator for 11 years. He has skills in teaching IGCSE, IB, BTEC and Ad Excel theatre curriculum. He is a passionate scriptwriter and an impeccable stage play director. He is always eager to play around with the set design and is very creative with lighting spaces for performances. He believes in inspiring students to do their very best in arts and perform beyond their expectations. He is a lifelong learner who believes in continuous learning to gain more knowledge, wisdom and just having ample information like our forefathers, Plato and Aristotle. As educators, we have to be determined. We have to be hardworking. We have to be lifelong learners. We need to inspire people to achieve more than what they think they can achieve, said Eric. Now, I am pleased to present to you Eric Mukira. Today, we have the honor and privilege of having a very special gentleman based all the way right now in Nairobi, Kenya. And previously, before this, he was in Dar es Salaam, Tanzania. Mr. Eric Mukira. Hi, Eric. A very good afternoon to you. Welcome to SkyGen's podcast. We are so honored and happy to have you on the show today. Good afternoon. I'm happy to be on the show as well. Thank you, Eric. So happy to see you earlier and now talking to you. And I'm sure we are going to have a very interesting dialogue. And I'm sure the audience will be so interested and very um, keen to hear more from you. So why don't you go ahead and uh, say hi to the audience and introduce yourself. All right. Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, my name is Eric Mukira, all the way from Nairobi, Kenya. Recently, I was in Tanzania where I was teaching theater arts. I'd like to take this opportunity to be able to inspire students and even teachers so that they can continue learning and also continue teaching at this particular challenging period of time. So I'm looking forward to have a wonderful session and I hope you're going to be inspired. Well, thank you, Eric. I'm sure we are all going to be inspired. I'm looking forward so much to this session. Thank you so much, Eric. Eric, you mentioned earlier on that you were in uh, two different countries during this pandemic period. You were earlier on in Dar es Salaam, Tanzania, and now you're back in Nairobi, Kenya. How do you feel being in two different countries in this very, very challenging period of COVID-19 pandemic? Can you share that with us? All right. As we all know, uh, human beings, they tend to plan things and hoping mm. that things will become better. So uh, when I left Kenya, I left Kenya uh, because I needed something that we call international experience. So I needed to teach in a different country rather than my own. So that time, COVID-19 was not there. So yeah. I went all the way to Tanzania to teach in a school called Dar es Salaam International Academy. And uh, just within a few months, uh, COVID-19 hit the world hit the globe and everything just changed. And that changed everything. It changed my mindset. It changed the employer's mindset. It changed our goals, our aspirations. And we had to change how uh, we plan things and how we teach things. Mm -hmm. So after a duration of time, the borders were closed. So I was locked out in a country that was not my own. We reached to a point where I was supposed to go back uh, to my home for holiday. And I couldn't do that. And it was bad because, um, because I had to stay there during my holidays until uh, we planned together with the embassy of Kenya in Tanzania. And they were able to help me to get back to Kenya 
and be able to see my parents and my other siblings. So here I am in Kenya, but now again, it's difficult to go back to the same country that employed me. So I have to find ways and other solutions for me to be able to stick here and be able to make things work from where I am. Wow, that is really quite a bit that you have gone through there, Eric. Thanks for sharing. Yeah. During that period where you are in a different country, where you worked and then your hometown in Nairobi, Kenya, and clearly very important to be back together with the family. How do you navigate through those challenges and what type of challenges do you face during this period of time? As an educator, mm. it's quite tricky to just uh, maneuver through these challenges. Yes. So one thing that you should always be able to have with you is a network of friends, a network of other educators who are probably in other countries or even in a similar country where you're going to go to or where you're coming from. So when I reached Tanzania, I had already contacted a few friends uh, mm. that helped me be able to go around Tanzania, get to know offices, churches, of, uh, banks, hospitals and things like that. So I was able to be able to survive there as a teacher. I was able to even teach a new blend of students in a new country wow. with the help of the contacts that I had already gotten. So when it came to uh, this period of time coming back to Kenya, remember I had left Kenya, so that means I did not have a house of my own. Yes. So that means I also needed a place to go and stay. Again, it's through networking with these other educators that you can be able to get a place that you can go and stay for a period of time before you organize yourself and settle down again. Wow, that's quite a bit that you've gone through, my friend. And yes. I think what you share with us is clearly very valuable in terms of, in times of crisis or in times of difficulties and challenges uh, where we faced. It is actually yeah. our network of uh, people or friends or community that will be able to extend that help, that helping hand to pull us through this difficult period. So I'm, I'm, is, I'm glad to hear that. I'm so glad. That is true. Some of our friends connected with the embassies yes. for which uh, the countries that we come from, like the Kenyan embassy, I didn't know the location or even I didn't know the person to go to. But mm. a friend of mine knew someone in the embassy and it's through that process that I was able to be helped and I was able to go back to my country. This is really a good testimonial that your network is your net worth, right? In order okay. to help you through this period. So thanks for yeah. sharing that, yeah, Eric. Really appreciate And um, during this pandemic period, the challenges that you faced, and also I'm sure there's a, a more to that, would you be able to share, is there any areas that you have to make changes in order to adapt to the environment that you are in? And also any areas that you have overcome challenges that you can share with us so we all can learn from you? All right. Remember, I'm a teacher. I teach uh, theater, performing mm -hmm. arts, and it's all, yeah. it's a practical lesson. Mm -hmm. You know, you have to put students on stage. They have to look at your facial expressions. Mm -hmm. They have to look at your movement and learn from that. I had never taught online before. Mm. So COVID-19 gave me another challenge that I needed to face. It gave me an opportunity to come up with more ideas of how to teach, apart from teaching someone face-to-face, uh, -face, physically being present there. So there we were. We were told we have to go home and we have to teach online and we have to find methods to teach these students. And they had to also prosper and understand these concepts, ideas and topics yep. just the same way you would have done it in class. So it was a quite a provoking a period of time. It was quite a challenging period of time. And teachers who taught maths, biology, chemistry, it was easy for them because ideally it's talking and just explaining. Yeah. 
But for the arts subject, it's quite a difficult task. It's an uphill task. And remember, this subject demands that students need to collaborate. Mm. Now you have to look for applications to make sure they continue collaborating. So number one, I had to look for a platform that would enable me to explain content and concepts clearly. So I went old school. I decided to go with YouTube rather than having Zoom sessions because they were timed, uh, they were timed up. And also other apps, they had a certain period of time where they could time you and the session was over. So I decided to go old school and I started with YouTube. So what I used to do is record my sessions way before mm. and then upload them on YouTube. So in the process of doing that, students were able to listen to me. They were able to learn to me and get even uh, a discussion that would go even for 30 minutes from the videos that I did. Now, coming up with such an idea, it gave me an idea. Why don't I just come up with a YouTube page where I can put all my videos together and have it like a business where it has a, a business name. And that way, other students around the world would also learn from these videos. Hmm. So I went on ahead and created something called a Skyric Performing Arts Lab, which is on YouTube. Uh, and any student around the world could be able to view my videos and learn from them. So that challenge gave me another idea. Why can't I just come up with something and students around the world can subscribe and learn from the same content? Maybe the, their teachers are not available and maybe I'll help a certain student somewhere around the world. And many students subscribed to the page and they were able to see the videos on YouTube. And my school as well, they were so happy to see such kind of an effort because none of the teachers were doing that. Mm. So you're so clearly differentiating I, yourself. Yeah, very, very good. That's yes. very creative. Of, yes. <laughs> very creative. Yeah. yeah. And, and you see, uh, the things that also help is items like the cameras, the tripod stand, mm. uh, the lights, things yes. that you took for granted. Now they were assets, you know. Yes. And I remember I had bought a Nikon quite a while back and I was using it for my hobbies. You know, I love photography mm. and it was helping me that time. But this time, the Nikon became my asset. The tripod became my asset. So uh, the things that we took for granted now became the most important things in our lives. That is so uh, true. Yes. Yeah. So I had to look for tasks that needed students to just sit, think, critique. And I came up with ideas like hot sitting, where the student would look at a certain video or film, or they would read a certain script, and they will talk about it. So I would have several questions that I would ask this student and the student would critique a piece of work. And I was forced to assess this student based on what and how they were critiquing. Now, when it came to collaboration, I had to look for ways for these students to collaborate. So I had to teach students on how to set up Zoom sessions, just mm -hmm. like this one. Yeah. And they would set up with the group of students uh, that they were supposed to do a certain task with. And they would record these sessions. And from these sessions, I would be able to assess those students on how they come up with the ideas and the process of making something. Though they are not together, they are not there together. Everyone is in separate world and talking about the same topic. So, and you can see from this concept, I was forced mm -hmm. to assess students from different angles rather than performing on stage. That is amazing, uh, yeah. Amazing way of um, really innovative and creative way of really doing things and um, changing the way that you used to access to something else that you are able to then look at things differently. And also the students can also look at it from a very different angle and also strive, right, to achieve those, to success. 
Yeah, because ideally, yes. at the end of the day, those students must understand the same topic, the same way they would have done mm. in class. The other way is that ch- other challenging ways I went through and what I did was how would you show a performance mm. that was supposed to have five actors and now you have different students in different places. How would you still have such a performance being seen by other students? So again, that was a, a difficult task because yes. here you have a script, it has five characters and all of them have different lines at different time and they're all acting in one space, how would you be able to achieve that? So again, that was quite a challenging task. So what I did is I came up with several lines that were supposed to be done by one actor and other lines to be done by another actor and other Mm -hmm. lines to be done another actor. So it became like solo performances, but yet in one performance. So each actor would record their own performance, another one their own performance, and then they would choose they would choose one member in their group to bring all these performances together. They would edit the video together and it would look like one performance. Wow, that is so amazing in terms of the innovation right, and creativity that comes out of this. I'm so glad to hear this. And I'm sure there's a lot of learnings, right? And also a lot of collaboration involved in order to get all this uh, available and ready for everyone to view. So that's remarkable. Yeah. And, and you see, for that to happen, as an educator myself, I had to learn different methods of using the Zoom app. I had yeah. to learn different ways of using the camera. I have to learn uh, different apps of editing videos. So Maybe. I had to learn all these IT skills yeah. for me to be able to also impact the same knowledge to students. And also, I'm sure so, this is all done in a very short period of time yeah, to get all this ready and learn skills along the way. Yeah, we had to do that within three days because COVID came and after a few days, the government is closing everything, schools were closed and we had to to make sure that the students, the following week, they had continued learning. Mm -hmm. So within three days, they had to learn all these things. In my house, I did not have internet. I had to find ways to connect my house with internet. So it was chaotic. Very, yeah. I'm glad uh, things are now better under control. It is yeah. uh, really nice that you share so much details to all of us here and we all can learn from what you have just gone through. Thank you, Eric. Thank you so much for sharing. Eric, in terms of the um, all those that you just shared with us in very detail, the challenges faced, the changes that you make to adapt and how you overcome those challenges, what yes. are the key lessons that you have learned? Can you share that with us? So I think one, as an educator, you have to be determined to be able to achieve your goals, no matter what problems that you're going through, because problems are going to come, challenges will come. You have to be determined. You have to also uh, be hardworking and you you have to be a lifelong learner. Mm. So it's not the end of learning. You have to continue to learn new things and new concepts. If I was tired of learning, I would not have known new IT apps for teaching. I will not have gone ahead and looked for ways of still teaching the same topics, concepts and areas uh, and make sure that the students understand. So you have to be a lifelong learner. Uh, you have to also be ambitious, have goals that you want to achieve for yourself and for the students, and work so hard to be able to achieve those goals. The other thing is just being able to to inspire people. So have an interest, zeal and zest to inspire students and to inspire teachers to be able to achieve bigger goals. Because these problems, this is just one example of a problem that's going to be there in life, and there might be others and bigger ones. So... We really have to have that urge to inspire people to go ahead mm. and achieve what they more than what they think they can achieve. Well said there, Eric. I like that message. It's so important. Yeah, we all have that in our mind. Yeah. But Eric, in our education industry, clearly COVID-19 has posed a lot of challenges and also a force and also push 
the transformation process to be accelerated. Uh, yeah. In your view, uh, how did COVID-19, first of all, change the education industry? And also in your views, what will happen and or what will take place in the education industry post-COVID-19? One sad thing is, is that some teachers are going to lose their jobs. Mm. especially those teachers who are not IT savvy or maybe those who are too old to even learn anything to do with IT and online applications. Most of these people are going to lose their jobs. Others who are good with the IT and IT applications and they want to continue learning and coming up with ways of solving problems, they'll probably get even better jobs than uh, we have right now. This pandemic creates new jobs and new departments that are not there. Again, that's a plus and a positive thing. And students, for the first time, they're going to learn using their laptops and their IT applications, softwares in a way that they have never learned before or known before. So the IT world, the technology world is going to be broadened and it's going to be even bigger than what we expected. So schools now need to learn new methods of teaching their educators of how to teach the same content using online platforms. So the schools need to create avenues for such kind of a thing. And also educators among us themselves, they need to teach themselves and share ideas on how to teach the same subjects in a professional and perfect manner. That is very true in a lot of sense. So thank you for sharing that viewpoint, Eric. And I think definitely we want to catch up with you in the next six months or one year's time to see how things progress. And I'm sure yes. by then we would have some progress and also some developments in this area. It would be nice to see yeah. how things are progressing in uh, Kenya, where you are. And also perhaps yes. you can share with us further, right? Really appreciate that. I'm also looking forward to share more ideas in the next sessions of the podcast. Thank you so much, Eric. We look forward to that. Thank you Eric, so much. Thank you. Eric, uh, in terms of the current environment in Kenya, are you going through yeah. any new normal? If there's one, yes. can you share that with us? So Dar es Salaam, it's well known for heat. It's mm. very hot there. And then when I came back to Kenya, this is June, July. This is the time where we have a lot of cold. But this period where we have new climate change, the cold is just extreme cold. So I had to brace myself for this cold. So actually, it's been challenging to, you know, to go through this process because of the cold. And then on the other side, it was just hot. So ideally, I had to take even medication so that I don't get new diseases and new flus wow. uh, because of the cold. Yeah. The extreme change in weather, yeah, that causes that. Yes. Take good care of yourself, my friend, yeah. And I think uh, it's important that all of us uh, stay healthy and stay safe during this period. Yes, I will do that. Thank you, thank you. Well, Eric, now we come to the uh, very important part of the podcast episode. We would like to hear from you, Eric. What would your yeah. messages be for the future generations? So I think the future generations, when they go to colleges and universities, they just don't learn what they're taught in class. They should also learn things and ways of surviving outside there in the world because there are things that you need to learn, skills that you need to learn. We call them life skills that maybe you'll never, you'll never be taught in school, but you should try to learn them as early as possible because the world outside here creates challenges and problems that needs you to use your wisdom and life skills that you'll not have been taught in school. So even if you go to school, just find ways to uh, go and start working as you can volunteer, work in companies, businesses, try a business or two, see how it works so that you can be able to learn these life skills through those practical life lessons. Well, thank you for sharing that very, very powerful message to the future generations. And yeah. uh, very, very true in terms of the life skills that you talk about, which is not taught in schools, but it's so essential in our day-to-day 
and also for us to be able to strive throughout our life journey. And clearly, uh, COVID-19 has also shown that critical life skills like agility, resilience, compassion, empathy, all these are so important to pull us through this together as a community. So I, I really applaud you for bringing it up and uh, sharing that very important and powerful message to the future generations. Well, thank you, Eric, once again. It's really such an enjoyable session to have with you today at SkyGen's podcast episode. We look forward to having another round with you very soon. Thank you so much, Eric. Okay, thank you so much for having me as well. Thank you, Eric. You have a wonderful day ahead and I'm sure we'll be catching up very soon. Oh, thank you so much. Looking forward to that. Thank you, Eric. We hope you enjoyed today's episode at Sky Gems Academy Podcast Series 1 on the topic of how COVID-19 transformed the education industry. If you enjoyed today's episode and you love the vision and mission of Sky Gems Academy, can you please help us to convince others to tune in to Sky Gems Academy Podcast 2? Please kindly subscribe to Sky Gems Academy Podcast. Please also kindly leave a quick review and rate Sky Gems Academy Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Anchor.fm, Breaker and various Sky Gems Academy podcast channels. That would mean the world to us, so thank you so much for your support. Visit our website at www.skygemsacademy.com to find out more about our distinguished speakers and about Sky Gems Academy. We appreciate you and your continuous support. Thank you for tuning in to Sky Gems Academy podcast. Hi-fi and peace out!